The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. Cody. Hey. And Greg. Yo. I always feel like I, I I listen to the episode and I go, I feel like I say Greg's name weird every time I do it. Like, and Greg. Like, I'm disappointed. I'm not. It just sounds that way. <laughs> man, I, I've never <laughs> thought I, yeah, about I never that. thought that either. No, I just was listening to the last one. I was like, oh, man, it feels like I'm down on Greg. I always feel like a fucking UFC fighter when Kyle's just like, and in this corner, we have Cody yo, weighing into whatever he does. And that over here. Like yeah. So that's what you hear when he says that? I do. Yeah. It's like fucking like the crowd's <sighs> There's like lights shining and shit. <laughs> Nothing like sitting in a dark corner in a homemade studio and Greg's thinking we're just doing it for an audience of 60,000 or something. S- million. Yeah, a million? million. Just the big, biggest UFC audience ever. For sure. Yeah, it was one of those outdoor <laughs> ones. That's what our podcast is like. So what have you guys been up to this week? Man, I've, I've just been falling in love every day. <laughs> With who? People on TV? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I finished uh, Dark Angel. I'm gonna like because all, all the shows are starting back up. Uh, basically, the end of this month, like there's a bunch of new shows coming starting. And, well, new shows new coming DC out. DC shows, uh, like all the DC shows will be back the first week of October. The the end of September though, uh, Luke Cage is getting his shows coming on Netflix. So like I'm trying to clear out some shows that are just been you know kind of dragging on. But I killed. Uh, I finished Dark uh, Dark Angel. And I mean, like I got to stop watching shows that I know were canceled. So wait, have you ever, and I've probably asked this a bunch of times already because you talk about Dark Angel like at least the last three weeks. She's you so ever beautiful. watch it before? Or is this the first time you've ever watched it? No, well, when, I, when I was a kid, like, or whenever it came out, I mean, I was a kid, I watched, uh, I watched the, like random episodes, but it was before like I knew about continuity. You know what I mean? Like you used to just watch Seinfeld or Friends and you could just watch any episode. And so I would just oh, approach okay. television like that. You just watched it because it was on TV. Because it was on TV and, you know, you never really f- had like an overgoing plot. You know, I never really thought about that, but I did that for the longest time. I know, we at all some did, point right? in time, like, I was like, oh, I want to watch everything from beginning to end. I've tried it with so many shows, but the if internet. I know from the first yeah. few episodes, if I'm not going to like it, I quit. Because otherwise it, you waste a lot of time. Yeah, but I guess it was, you're right, it was the internet. And all of a sudden I could steal these things and watch them. Or Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, even Netflix, though, like I was watching, downloading full seasons of stuff before Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Incriminating. But it was myself, shit you wanted to watch, where Netflix makes it easy to binge watch shit that could be entertaining. Oh, yeah. I, I know. I'm I in got, the middle of starting The OC because Lindsay wanted to watch oh, that the other day. Oh, no. Man. Yeah. Great. Nice. Well, good luck. Uh, man. Fucking yeah. Commissioner Gordon's in it. He is. He is Mr. OC, I think is his name in that. Yeah, I think that's I think how he started. the title right? character. Yeah. I, I actually <laughs> I don't I don't know. Say, yeah, that's I, that's just I remember thinking when that show came out, I was like, Oh, they cast like a nobody as fucking Commissioner Gordon and everyone's like, He's not a nobody. <laughs> How many seasons are there of that show? I don't know. It was huge. Know. Yeah, no, it was huge. It's just like I guess I'm I remember watching the first episodes as a kid because like it was super hyped up. <clears throat> yeah, like shit, man. We would have been in like high school at least. I don't think I was that old. I don't know. I have no idea no? what year it came I out. I think I might have been. No, it, we it would have been like earlier than that, I think. Really? Yeah, probably. Yeah, the, the, I remember that being super hyped up as like a, a show I was excited for <laughs> that and uh, Superman, the animated series. First episode of that. For some reason, as a kid, 
those are the movies that like Man. I saw a lot of trailers for before they came out and got excited to watch the hype. first episode. That was like where yeah. it, like, it was kind of like the the it was the same animation as the Batman. Yeah, series. exactly. Yeah, it was like Batman, Batman and Robin, and then the Superman. Then I think they did the Justice League, and they were all like the same animation style. Yeah, it was like yeah, Batman. Superman. I don't know about Batman and Robin. I thought it was uh, Batman uh, Beyond was also the same. Oh animation. yeah, no. But at one point, Batman the animated series becomes Batman and Robin. Oh, it does. I never. I don't know if I watched all the way through. I know. You don't ever remember changed. like Robin being in that show? Yeah, I, I think so. And then that's uh, that's just clear. Like that's it. It's but like at the it's end of called... it, Nightwing is in that. Like once they change animation styles and stuff. Oh, maybe I don't know. Because he's got that weird shitty ponytail and he looks really dumb. Can't remember that. Well, speaking of binge watching shows, I was actually going to ask you guys because I've been watching a lot of The Simpsons lately, like early seasons. I uh, I've been on season five. Like, so my in my opinion, the the golden years of The Simpsons is like three through ten. Three through ten, yeah. Uh, nothing like, wrong with one or two. How, it just wasn't old, properly established yet, yeah. you know. How old were we when the, when with, with season three through ten? I don't You'd know. Have been, probably like five would, years I'd old. I'd have been three. Yeah, exactly. Because it came out the same year. It started the same year I was born, in eighty nine. Well, that's easy. Yeah, that's easy math. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so what season was season twelve? Uh, I was twelve. What year? I don't know. <laughs> I, oh, I, this I was, isn't as fun. I thought Kyle was going to just be able to do, like quickly uh, tell me what year every two, season came 2001, out. 2001, I guess. Well, like, I was 12. 2001. So what I was going to ask you guys is there's obviously dozens of amazing characters, like D-roll characters that are better than main characters in most cartoons. What is your guys' favorite Simpsons character and what is what do you think is probably the stupidest or maybe most annoying? It's funny that you bring up Simpsons. Or most useless. Because you know what? Our last episode, we did 20 questions or 21 questions. Yeah. So I went home that night and posed those questions that you we had on the episode to my girlfriend and asked her this, you know, see if she could figure them out. She did pretty good. I think she got them all, too. And she doesn't pay attention to the same things as we do. And then what we've changed it now, though, we kept doing that game. And Simpsons, now we just play 20 questions to Simpsons and try and do it with just Simpsons characters. Yeah. And it's starting into like a weird try to get deep dive into some Well, like there's it's like character. playing guess who basically at that point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's always a character. Yeah. Cuz there's certain questions that are like really good questions to ask. But as far as favorite Simpsons character. It's that's was, a we hard going like cuz like I every time I think of a character doubt, it's like that's one of my favorite characters. I know, but is there one that you like instantly relate to? I'm going to go with I don't well, I don't know about instantly relate, but I always really like was Lionel Hutz. <laughs> I yeah. always thought that yeah. character was really funny. Yeah, <laughs> he's a funny side plot of that show. Yeah. It was disappointing after Phil Just Hartman like an died. ongoing gag within the show, you know? Yeah. And that's Matt Groening's comic style coming into the into the series, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I just always thought it was funny. Uh, just like a weird Because that's the way he writes it, where like the episode will start basically with a short story within the five minutes. And that will instantly twist into what the main plot of the show will be but within that 20 minute span there will also, there will be an itchy and scratchy side gag of the day yeah, there's kind a of b thing. plot an a plot and a fucking yeah. lionel hutchins fucking yeah little well you want to invest i'm from lionel hutchins from blah 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 oh no you're thinking of uh Tr- i'm thinking of troy mcclure who are you talking about lionel hutz is the lawyer same voice actor 
Phil Hartman. He's well, the funny. lawyer. Oh, the like lawyer. The you know what? Okay. He's the shyster lawyer. It's funny that, that you went with the lawyer because I was going to say Troy McClure. And he's it, also I, really I was funny, totally yeah. thinking of Troy McClure. And it yeah. was, and it's purely, the, I think the reason why like, I navigated towards Troy McClure is just like love of Futurama and like Zap Brannigan. Yeah. And, and like that character being, yeah, like written for or in respect to Phil, Phil Hartman. Hartman. Yeah. And you just like really liking Zap Brannigan, you see Phil Hartman in so many Simpsons characters and those are actually some of the best characters. Yeah, I, lo- I love that. Lionel Hutz is the like, yeah, the shyster lawyer that'll be like the <laughs> Simpsons will be walking by casually mentioned lawyer and he will like come out of rummaging in trash to yeah. go, I'm a lawyer. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, no, he, he doesn't need to do like a case for them for like the busted up birdcage and like a popsicle. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He just, just well, I feel like you guys obviously didn't go too obscure or anything, but mine's going to sound maybe lame toward besides yours. It's going to be Bart Simpson. As a kid, my idol was Bart Simpson. Oh, I yeah, thought you were saying side characters. Well, yeah, I went deep. Obviously, the main cast of The Simpsons. No, but yeah, but like skateboarding, skulls and crossbones, fucking graffiti. But nowadays, I just Literally, I love Homer. Cody tells I'm me to eat so my much I know, right? You, you feel it in your bones. Eventually, you... Don't you become more like Homer than you ever were. Like, but Bart. is that like conditioning though? Because when we were kids, but don't we just forgive our fathers so much more after like understanding Homer's grief? Oh, uh, like as a kid, it's when I just like it, yeah. Was... When my dad was cranky when he got home from work, it's like I work now, so I understand that. And it's the same fucking thing we got from Homer. We found it funny then, but we didn't really understand it with our own fathers. Yeah, exactly. Well, the problem was it, with Homer, you kind of get this sense that your dad's at work sleeping all the time. Like that's what Homer was doing. He never really worked hard. Like he that's, was that's working, why everyone, but he didn't work hard. Always assumes that people are doing when they're not around. You know. Yeah, like I assumed my dad. So like you're not I, within I, my eye contact. You're doing nothing. I mean, you guys aren't just yeah. sleeping at work. <laughs> I used to. Like I try to imagine both of you at work, and it's just like Kyle sitting in the car, just snapping. Cody being like, "I'll be right back. I gotta get ice." Just, just snapping. napping. What's that mean? No napping. Oh, napping. I Man, I used napping. to nap when I was a janitor, but I can't nap anymore. Yeah, I'd, I've never been able to nap. Well, all right. I, my very first, well, not my very first, my second job as a kid, I took naps on occasion there. But I, I where? Was, uh, uh, maintenance at the Blink Bonnie in game. Nice. Where? In, in like fucking hotel rooms? No, uh, like uh, <laughs> the banquet rooms. We had a ping pong table, and the maintenance guys would go down there playing ping pong tournament, and we were supposed to be painting, and then we just take a nap. <laughs> it was, it was efficient. On a couch or something? Yeah, if you had one. It's just the floor. You had it. <laughs> you were just laying on the floor. Yeah, we were just slackers. Like, a bunch of slackers. Uh, so, that sounds like Homer. Gotta love those sure. you know, Half the, half the sh- like, job was, you know, playing ping pong, like swimming, or telling sing- some- to someone you were painting something, but not actually painting it. All right, so the, the other half of that question, who do you think is the character, not necessarily that is a bad character, because in my opinion, this char- The Simpsons is such a well-rounded show that all the characters have a purpose, but who do you think is someone that they could have pushed farther with their jokes or character development? Um, that's tough. Huh? Like someone they haven't gone deeper with yet, or maybe like to your what from what you've watched, because I'm sure there's episodes that we haven't seen. There's hundreds. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I stopped watching at a certain point, right? I don't know if maybe certain characters did get developed. Exactly. I, I would say that even though he does have heartfelt episodes. Uh, like the Who Needs the Quickie Mart episode, but uh, <laughs> Apu is kind of just a shitty stereotype. No, he could have been more. one of the greatest characters. I love Apu, but I mean, he is just a hey, kind when, they, of a when you see him and he's at his house and he's wearing cowboy boots <laughs> and he's like washing his fucking like Thunderbird car 
and like I don't know, someone runs by and he just starts spraying with the hose. <laughs> that who needs the quickie mart episode though is gold. Yeah. Not me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I man. always love the song. And when he that. like tries to like get away from his wife and all his kids. But that also like sounds it's so stereotypical. So, like, that's just like what that's okay. just like what a normal person would do. So what I want to ask is what would you like to see the Simpsons do with Apu's character? Okay. That's a good question, man. Well, if if you think that they haven't gone that far with it, or you'd like to see more from it, what what do you think? Again, I don't. Who gets deported? No, that's not what I want to go with. Well, I'll let you think about it. Like, so, Greg, who do you think that they could expand on? I don't know. Off the top of my head, I can't really think of any characters. Or just like a dark alternate take. It's tough, man. Thinking about yeah. Do you have an example? Yeah. Well, like, I want to see like. Nelson's real life without comedy. Uh, probably real dark. Nelson actually gets a fair amount of He does get some depth, some side story, but like with like Lisa. There's always comic relief to it though. Yeah. And I would like to hear the, like the real like without a laugh track style, you know. Not, o- not that not that there's a laugh track, but you know what I mean? Like Nelson is, like, is the main character of the OC. It's the same thing. It's just like the down in his luck thought of to be shit, bring up to the upper nice side. No, I don't want to see together, like yeah. no. I just want to see like the day a day in the life of Nelson, uh, where yeah. like the reason that he's so angry is because he's treated like shit at home. Well, I think they do that. Well, no, they do that, but I want to see the, a darker take on it. Okay, fair. Um, that's tough though. I, I don't know how they could change the poo. I guess mas- basically, I don't know. That character isn't like adding depth to it. Is really gonna? I guess outright he shouldn't have just had such a stereotypical see i feel like they covered guy. a lot of apu yeah i you're right i just mean i guess it was his uh, origin as just a like convenience store owner that is like a middle east <laughs> you want more indian depth. guy yeah like it sounded yeah. like just that's a regular well it started stereotype. as just a fucking cliche character yeah but it turned into so much more because people fell in love and with I, him. And i'm sure he has more dreams than just owning a fucking quickie mark oh well, yeah he's expressed he, those dreams a few times yeah uh, I don't know. I don't have a great answer for you. Greg, you got anything? I'm trying to think of like a character that like I felt sorry for. <coughs> Martin? Yeah. You Millhouse, maybe. What's funny is with age, I like Lisa more and more. As a kid, Lisa was an, an idiot. I understood her humor because I'm not, I'm not going to say I was a dumb kid. I understood her place because I was also like smart, but I was a mix between Lisa and Bart, I think, growing up. Yeah. Where I got good grades, but I also loved causing trouble. Yeah. Well, I think that's... But with age, I've become more and more comfortable with being like, oh, Lisa's a really funny, clever little character, you know? Yeah, and it's weird. I think uh, in real life, most kids are Lisa and Bart, you know? Not necessarily. Not every kid is, like, exceptional No, but that, that's the standard. But a lot of times, if you are, like, exceptional in school, you are the piece of shit kid outside of school. You know, you are the kid that gets in a bunch of shit. Like, I know it, when I went to school, it was always the top of the class kids, for the most part, that got in trouble. You know, yeah, because like, they're bored. Yeah, they're bored, and you don't give a fuck. You cut, like you do random shit in class because you're bored, and you do whatever. You shove your head through a chair, and you get kicked out of class, or you fucking slap somebody because you think it's funny. <laughs> and just because you don't give a shit, you did your math homework, like, the second they handed it to you, and you're moving on with the day. <laughs> and, yeah, that, I don't know. That's a weird thing. But Simpsons great shit i wish it had been better later so we're recording this today on new comic book day 
And although there really wasn't a whole lot that came out this week, there's a fucking lot coming out in the new fu- near future, at least. Oh, yeah. And Especially to be honest, most of it's Jeff Lemire. And, okay, I, I was looking at a th- uh, thing where it, an, it was tagline. It was an article where it was the uh, like the most wanted man in comics, something along those lines. <laughs> The most like hottest guy in comics. Yeah, like, you know, where... <laughs> Jeff Lemire and his thick friend Like, we, we talked about this before. I mean, there's not a lot of... Like, there are artists that have, throughout time, worked for every comic book outlet. But there are a few right now that are currently having contracts with all of them. I feel like that happens, though. And, you know, the, like, there were deals with Jeff Lemire that was just like, okay, you gotta wrap up what you're doing with these guys and come and work come for over, us. Yeah, yeah. You know, but you're still allowed to do all your own independent books. And I guess you can work for all of these other companies as well. Well, that was like Scott Snyder a few years ago, too, though. He went from being like the uh, doing true detective or uh, sorry, detective comics to becoming the guy who's like, oh, now you're going to do a bunch. You're doing four image comics and now you're going to move over. There's another guy that is like fucking I well, I would put him right up there with Jeff Lemire. But actually, the rest of the world is Jeff Lemire. Puts Jeff Lemire up there with fucking Scott See, Snyder. Jeff Lemire can write and draw. No, yeah, and that's that's, that's a double-edged blade. But speaking of Scott Snyder. Yeah, we got AD coming out. And have you heard about how they're actually going to release this? Because they were, oh, unsh- yeah. they were yeah, unsure yeah. how it's going to be. But yeah. now they're going to do it in uh, three, like, 78 or 70-odd page. So I think 72. 72, 70, uh, I don't know, 70-something yeah, page know graphic novels. It doesn't really matter. Well, then fucking look it up, man. I'm a f- <laughs> no, but I mean, we should know how, what, how many pages you can put in a book. Like, how that works. It's like, you know, it's not going to be a random number. It'll be like 70. Well, it anymore. doesn't matter, really. <laughs> so, yeah, that, it's co- it's going to come out November 23rd, book one. So, he's kind of going to release it how, like, Essex County came out. Yeah, I think you know? so, like, yeah. Like, thin, I'm excited. thin trades. Um, so, yes. So, yeah, so Scott Snyder. Scott Jeff Snyder Lemire wrote that. And, and Jeff Lemire drew it. Right. Well, then what was the one that got delayed because the artist got sick? Was that Black Hammer? That was Black Hammer. Yeah. That's out now, though. That's out now, yeah. But it got delayed for a while. But before... Sorry, I want to ask, have you guys read Black Hammer? Well, we're, it's coming out now. Like, I've read the first, no, the first of, issue. I've read the first two yeah, issues. Because yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I remember one week we were supposed to talk about it. And oh, I, mean, I got it and read it. I read it, the first couple of issues. I, I didn't really get very excited by it. Yeah. I, I actually really like it. Uh, it's got a, a huge like Watchmen feel. For sure. Or, uh, I don't know. I don't like how s- kind of similar the artist's style is to his. I feel like huh. if someone, like with Descender, the guy's art style is so different from Jeff's that the fact that he's writing over top of it is really cool. I guess. It's like but it's to- so it's like different from Jeff, but very different from other artists like in Jeff. In general. Like Jeff is different from other artists. Jeff's... Kind of different. He's just like a sloppy. He he sticks to the same rules though. I guess, but but, he, but he, he's he's confident with his like quickness with his brush, you know. Well, well very very bold like sloppy strokes on the page. What what, what else has Jeff got coming out? Well, before that, actually, on October eighteenth, there's going to be Secret Path, which I am excited for. I already pre-ordered it. It's uh, it's Jeff Lemire and Gore Downey doing well gord downey's releasing an album gord downey from the tragically hip we've we, we talked about him uh, a couple episodes ago he had a final tour with his band the tragically hip here in kingston and now he's releasing a solo album called secret path and it's coming with like a i guess like a deluxe package 
Well, yeah, it, it, it's telling the story about uh, an indigenous boy from Canada who ran away from a school. Oh, well, it's kind of fucked up. I mean, I, I don't know exactly what the story is going to be about, but I, I know that there was like a period in Canada's history where they were taking uh, taking people from like the reserves and whatnot and putting them into like white families. And uh, so the story is basically going to be along the lines of this native boy who was taken from his family and put into another family and forced to go to this this white school. And then he tries to go home. And from my understanding, he, he doesn't make it. Well, I'll and tell you so right here. Like, uh, it says, secret path acknowledges a dark part of Canada's history. Yeah. Long suppressed mistreatment of ind- indigenous children and families. So it's... When he took that long time at the end of the concert, they yeah, didn't talk about that. And he, he, I feel like that's the main theme of what this it is, is going to be. And yeah, it, it's right. it's keeping up with like uh, Gord Downey and the Hips tradition of writing these very Canadiana songs. Americana is not the only fucking word, guys. <laughs> so anyway, it's not the only word in the universe. So, uh, but there's a lot of tragically hip songs that just tell true stories about Canada history, and uh, Gord Downey is going to keep up that tradition with. With a kind of, yeah, like a darker story that Jeff Lemire is going to illustrate. And uh, just keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> if I shake my head, just keep talking. That was like a <laughs> bunch of just keep going. <laughs> um, that was like you're on point, th- man. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cody's giving me like baseball signs. Where, uh, but I pre-ordered the the whole deluxe package, so is I'm, that the uh, album? And yeah, the so I got the album on vinyl, and then it's going to have the Jeff Lemire. Secret path. I don't know how many uh, pages is going to be, yeah, or, I'm just gonna ask or if it's going to be like an issue or a trade. I I don't really care to be honest. Um, Gord Downey and Jeff Lemire are two of my favorite people, so the fact that they're working together. Yeah, I I'm figured ex- you would I'm be really excited stoked. about that. Yeah, when I saw that in the headlines, I was like, oh man, Greg's. This is the year of Greg. We we've jokingly said that a bunch of times, but every show that you want to come back, every movie you want to get made, it's being man. made, and now your two favorite. Artists are collaborating. So, well, yeah. something else that's pretty fucking awesome is the first one since Trillium, since he's done a fucking hundred comics since then. Uh, it's he's gonna put out another image book that he wrote Andrew himself, and it's called it's Royal City. How many? Oh, that's was yeah. They, that was brand new. They just announced that. They just announced that. There's not a date on it yet. Yeah, but there's a cover. And it, well, but before it's that, it's about like it just says it's about a family. Over like lots of years, kind of like it sounds like the same structure as Essex County, which is a beautiful format. Man, he's got so much shit coming out because yeah. So there's that, but there's not a date on that yet. And then Roughneck is going to be April 2017, so, so it's going to be spring next that's, year. But he, is he not? That's write, a graphic novel. That's full length. But he's writing and drawing that as well. Yeah. So that's going to yeah. be like one another masterpiece. Oh, so that'll be like a start and finish. That's another like underwater welder. Fuck, man. Underwater Welder is one of the best books I've ever read. <laughs> I mean, we were right into the Twilight. I was right into the Twilight Zone. And the foreword in that describes that book like a Twilight Zone, like one of the best Twilight Zone episodes that never got filmed. And he, he's confident with writing uh, panels or basically, basically, yeah, writing panels without dialogue on them, like writing scenes. It's not, not yeah, words, no, yeah, like, not, not like, dialogue, I, you know, I tried to do that. I attempted it. No, yeah, but you only you didn't get mean, much to work with. I did, but it's a beautiful. By that he art. means with our with the, the comic that we did. It's a Epics. hard skill, man. Like to especially in comic books, to and it's like you said, it's confidence. 
you know, where he is telling a story. He knows that it, the the tension he's building or the the mood he's setting needs four pages in a row without dialogue. And it works if you do it right. You feel silence properly. It's commitment. Oh man, nails it. Because those pages are taking him fucking a long time to draw. Yeah. If you and guys, if you, it's not worth it in the end, then. But I fucking, like how it works for him that he can do that and be like, oh, you know. I'm so gonna tell so my this story next I'm this next graphic it. novel he's doing is called Roughneck, and it's about a hockey player. I like it, it already. Which, it's just gonna be badass. Yeah, he's he man. He knows how to tell stories about old people, young kids, in Canada, Canada hockey, and uh, he actually really likes boxing in southeastern Ontario. Right. I mean, fuck. But just even more mainstream. He's coming out with, uh, he's doing for Marvel, the Thanos line. Well, you've been reading all that. I haven't read any of his mainstream um, stuff. Well, right now I'm, I'm reading Moon Knight and Bloodshot. But and uh, but anyway, the, Jeff Lemire's got shit coming out forever. I mean, if you guys haven't, if you guys haven't, you should uh, take time out of your day and check out Essex County. You tell them every other episode to do that. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you guys all kinds of shit. So, what are you gonna tell us about music-wise? What's our new feature this week? So, I'm gonna tell you about Alex Fisher. He's a singer-songwriter from Sydney, Ontario, and his parents got him into playing guitar when he was eight. He's been writing and playing music for the past three years. He just that's it. Yeah, I know, right? He uh, seems like he's been around. He just got a good idea one day, and he followed through. That's 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 it. He followed through. Kind of makes sense. Like uh, I've only met him, like I know him, but not too well. But he's a really humble guy. So when I listen to his album, like it's something to kind of brag about. Oh, for sure, for sure. His new album is called "For Us," and it was released in January. Um. <laughs> oh boy, it's Alex Fisher. Oh boy, no, but so I, uh, he actually uh, he he let me pick the song that I'm going to play tonight, and it's called uh, "Good Old Boys and Crazy Girls." He said he wrote it last summer while he was just out drinking and hanging out with the guys. <laughs> I like you it. know, it's, it's, it's some it's some hate country, but it's kind of fun. It's relatable, you know. I'll tell you. Did you say it's kind of social D too? You know what? I think it's uh, it's just some of the mix. A little influence he kind of reminds me of uh, a little bit of social song, distortion. song structure maybe too yeah but uh anyway here it is good old boys and crazy girls by alex fisher Crazy 
jobs, our passions, our whole life's meaning. Sometimes it's difficult to choose between tall brown bottles or golden curls. Good old boys and crazy girls. We were young, wild and free. And everyone was like family to me. Taking trips, having times, night and day. Before life landed on our backs, and we felt the way. Like diamonds in the rough old ocean pearls. Good old boys and crazy girls. Alex Fisher. Yeah. You guys can uh, find him on Facebook. And uh, I'm sure from there he can tell you where to get his album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I so mean, this is what happens when you guys drink. You guys don't remember shit and I look like an idiot. When yeah. we drink? Or the listener? Anyway, let's just go on. <laughs> Fuck. Um, yeah. So uh, this last week, not that I assume most of our listeners would care, assuming they're super nerds. Was the start of football, the NFL. Mm. And you guys are talking about binge watching something. I haven't binge watched something as much as I did football this Sunday ever in my life. I got home from work. I plopped my ass down. One o'clock start for the games. And I just watched and watched. Who's your team? My team's the New England Patriots. They didn't start until 830 that night. Is when they they started, and I watched football from fucking one o'clock till eight thirty all the way through, every game I could, and it was fucking glorious. 
But the reason I watched them all was because of something I think is my greatest nerd shame after playing it again the second you're doing it, and that's fantasy football. There is nothing nerdier than fantasy football, in my opinion. Well, fantasy least. I like the idea of it. It's great. You guys love magic. <laughs> and and it's just it's similar that, but even I don't stupider. Know if it's similar. Oh, it is. It's like you get you got all this great stuff in your hand. All these players you could play, but you don't know. You don't know how they're gonna do, especially at the start of the year. You gotta you gotta pick who you're gonna start this night. You like gambling, don't you? Oh, it is. But <laughs> uh, it's gambling, super gambling, and it's gambling on super top of gambling. Games. It's a like gambling three times Speaking over. Speaking of debts, Cody. Yeah. How much is cut? Only only four dollars. Oh, well, why are we getting into the, the, the current World Series debts? <laughs> We've been playing a lot of MLB baseball, and I owe Cody $4 for losing some now small it's on, Now it's on record. Debts. It's on record. It's all right. I'll win it back. Not <laughs> a big deal. Next podcast is going to be Cody owes fucking Kyle like 35 bucks. But anyway, what I wanted to ask is, like, I say it's a super nerdy thing. Obviously, sports, not considered nerdy. I think it is, and I think that the fact that it, I think it is, but I guess that most people don't consider it nerdy, I think. They're just confused. It's because like they grew up with jocks and jocks picked like on nerds. Fanboys kind of are there's you know everybody's a fanboy in some shape or or fangirl in some shape or form. You know, doesn't matter what it is. And I I know that you're a super fan of the Blue Jays. I do like me some baseball. And I I love watching the Jays. You know, while the season's going, and like I pay attention to baseball. But I deeply love when football season starts. Like it's like fucking Christmas for me, Greg. Like I oh, sat down. And I had not been more at peace and happy about a day of watching television well, as I, mean, I was this. There's he, the, the number one difference, I think, would be, especially for the excitement level, is just for how long the sports run. Yeah, baseball's on the long time. I mean, you're NFL's not, you're not, not getting excited for a sport that's on for like three quarters of the year. <laughs> you're just like. I hear you. And 160 you know, the, yeah, you, whatever you, games. You're not you're just like, oh, is baseball back on? I, I didn't even know it ended. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do like baseball, but I'm sure it's nothing compared to how excited someone gets for fa- football. Yeah, I know. And I mean, I this year I'm I'm into listening to the podcasts about football. I'm watching every game. I know I follow all the players that I care about following, whether or not they're on my team or against my fantasy team. I'm paying attention. Like, I'm getting close to starting a spreadsheet, Greg, and <laughs> that's a deep dark hole I don't want to get into, but it might happen. I mean, you can understand that I'm not like a huge sports guy, and even the fact that I got into baseball is a weird thing. But something I can always get behind is fandoms, and just if, if I'm like only half listening to what you're saying, it's just it's like you're really excited to watch Arrow or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like I I I, I love that. If anyone can get excited about anything, that's entertaining. It's like I don't even have to like what you like, but just you being that excited about it, it's like ah man. It's man. a good quality, right? No, like, it's, it's like it, he has a hobby. You got to shit about. It's sad when someone is fucking never excited about anything. No, I hear you. You're kind of always knowing in the podcast you know, for being excited about a thousand things. I so. I am, and I was, I actually kind of get upset for other people. I'm like, I feel bad, man. You know, and it's just you have nothing to look forward to at all, whether it be a book, a sandwich, a fucking, you know, an upcoming event. You got nothing, you know. And I mean, to wait for football, that's a that's a huge deal. Man, that would be like uh, waiting fucking, you know, the better part of uh, three, well, the opposite, three quarters of the year to watch, like, the Justice League fight. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, these guys are all fucking heavy hitters. It's weird. 
you were you trying to talk me into it, thinking of them as, uh, you know, to get behind the coaches. Well, yeah, yeah. I always try to talk everyone into football. I'm the one guy that I know in my group of friends. Like, I have one other friend that we kind of know that is in a football and we're in the same fantasy football league. And I love the fact that I have someone to talk about it with and, like, get into it. And shit talk, essentially, is what we do. We are in the same fantasy league. We talk a bunch of smack back and forth, and we play each other twice a year in that fantasy league. And it's good fucking fun, man. It's like I can understand why people would think it's shit, and I feel a little – like I don't feel ashamed when I tell someone, like, oh, man, I I spent all weekend playing Dark Souls. That's normal for someone to hear from me. But if I say I spent all weekend watching football so that I was following my fantasy football team, people give you some shitty looks these days. (laughs) They're like, what the fuck? That's weird. That's because the Big Bang Theory is popular now. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> might be, Greg. Uh, Would you ever uh, consider playing fantasy baseball? Oh, that sounds exhausting. It is exhausting. I stress about fantasy football every day. And they only play three days of the week. And mostly it, just it on one day. It would be day. the opposite. It would be that if I was going to watch football, it would be to actually be involved with like a fantasy league just team. A fantasy team or like just a regular – if you're – if you're going to watch football, you'd want to do a fantasy team, not just follow a team. Probably not. Because, like, I mean, I don't really have a commitment to anything. Yeah. There's no Canadian team or anything. And, right? I mean, like, to, if for me to just, like, all of a sudden start watching football, it would be picking a team out of nothing. That or following your team or for just purely for the comedy, whatever team you hate the most. <laughs> yeah. You've talked about that before. There's been years where I've tried to get Greg into football. And his decision was, well, what team do you like? Uh, well, I like the New England Patriots. And Greg's like, well, what, who do they hate? <laughs> who do they play all the time? And I'm like, it yeah. It would be the most fun. That's fair. I'd love it if you were, like, really into the Jets. And <laughs> we, every time they played, had a heated argument and drinking battle of watching the Jets versus New England. It, it would be a good time. Um. But yeah, so it, it, have you ever considered getting into any other sport? No. I mean, I, I started going watching only because of Jeff Lemire. After reading Essex County a bunch, I uh, I got into like, I don't know, Kyle, what was it before NHL? Like, oh, um, like, oh, like what are their farm teams or what do you mean when we watch here in Kingston? Like what we watch here in Kingston. Well, and here it's the OHL, the Ontario Hockey League, which oh. is part of the Canadian Hockey League, which is where... Most players are drafted from to go to the NHL. Yeah. Kind of like the equivalent of the NCAA if it was football or basketball. Yeah, I, I, it's weird because, like, I, I really, I, I, well, to be honest, I think it's because of just a full on embracing being a fanboy that I started getting into sports. Like, I think X Files got me into baseball. Just hearing Mulder talk about baseball, it inspired me. So, uh, which is a fucking hysterically nerdy reason to get into an already <laughs> nerdy sport. Like as far as sports go, go baseball or get a, any fantasy type. It, well, yeah, okay. X Files got me into baseball, and Jeff Lemire got me watching hockey. Uh, reading Essex County, he just uh, just talks about. Well, in Essex County, there's a, there's a whole sec- section about these two brothers that were hockey players in Toronto, and they played for uh, the. Toronto Grizzlies, I want to say. That sounds right. And, and I want to say, yeah, it was like a farm team or something along the lines. 
But uh, like, I don't know much about hockey, but it just made me feel really un-Canadian when I read that book. Because you didn't know anything about hockey? But, but reading the book, I it, I don't know if that's just Jeff Lemire's good writing or if maybe it was just because I'd been into baseball. But fuck, man, you guys got to read Essex County. Because they're like, <laughs> there's a scene in it, man, where like the the like, I want to just say it, but it's like the one brother, like there's two brothers, and like they're they're reminiscing from when they were young, and they're really old, and they live together, like they have to take care of each other, and like the one brother passes, and the other brother is like in a home, yeah, but you don't realize that you're remembering when they're living together is a memory, and he's actually in the home. It's, so it's, let's not go too far into spoilers for us. But I mean, there's just a scene, man, where they're like in the locker room and it's like this old man and there's just like all these hockey players sitting on a bench and they're all just like hitting their sticks on the ground and it's like a tribute to the brother who passed. And I mean, it's, again, it's the opposite. I mean, Jeff Lemire can write silent pages that are just beautiful, but here was the opposite, which was me. I actually heard the, like, like the noise of a slapping, hockey stick yeah. just slapping on the fucking ground. You know, and it's like I'm just in a silent room. That, that inspires... Uh, Something in every Canadian, for some reason, hockey player or not, slapping hockey. <laughs> yeah, you just, I think it has a it's a call to arms. You're just like, okay. fuck, am I pulling my weight? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're right. It's like a, something bred in everybody. Well, I mean, sports and, and Jeff Lemire and comic books. That's your thing? Uh, that's It's it's weird. It's good. I, I don't know if I could get into anything else. I feel like hockey, barely. You know, when we grew baseball. up. I know that, uh, like, probably most people that were listening to this podcast for anything that we're talking about, for the most part, like, you know, comics, video games, that kind of thing, probably we've all experienced that weird switch where uh, it wasn't a popular thing when we were younger, and it became a popular thing as an adult, right? We took over. Nerds are popular now. You segregated off, you know? I just didn't keep. Yeah, you started Being. listening to the thing you cared about and stopped listening to the thing you didn't like. Yeah. But nowadays, I feel like uh, there's definitely a switch in popularity. Like, I can go to a bar and be like, oh, did you see the new Captain America movie? And they're like, yeah. But if I ask, oh, did you watch last night's football game? They might be like, I don't, I don't watch football. Like, what well, I, again, I think that's the internet, you know, where there probably is more people that don't watch football than there is that, that do. But... You know, you just who's louder. But now you know that there's a large community of people out there that are watch Game of Thrones way more than they watch football. Yeah, for sure. Right. So it's just odds are if you go to the bar, you can bring up something along the lines of the new Superman movie. Oh, yeah. Or do you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's just way it is way more, way more mainstream. Anyway, I guess I just want to bring up that I love fucking football, Greg. <laughs> just I love it. And I love. Fantasy football right now, it's it's the best. You um, know, only because... And also, Alex Camoli, if you're listening, I'm going to beat you. You are going to lose. <laughs> yeah, that's funny, because he probably will. Uh, yeah. Listen, or... Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, listen, I don't know that he'll lose. I, I can't call No, he's that. in first place right now. I'm in second. But we're only the first oh. weekend. So that's my call out as a challenge to him. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break and listen to someone from the B-Movies and E-Books Network. Every, every time you say that, I feel like you guys are mocking me. <laughs> hey, this is Craig Wade and Brian Allen Delaney from B Movies and Ebooks, a podcast about cult and horror films and genre fiction. You can catch new episodes on iTunes and Stitcher every Wednesday, or you can watch us live on Blab.im Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Central. B Movies and Ebooks. We bleed fiction. 
All right, so that's been episode 24 of Two Versus Three. Uh, you should go to bmoviesandebooks.com and check out the other fantastic podcasts there, uh, like Longbox Small Talk and Greg uh, Cracking Beers. That's actually just our podcast. And uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter, at Two Versus Three. I'm Kyle. I'm Cody. I'm Greg. Have a good night.